0: and welcome to remember music videos each week we'll chat about music videos that we love from an album of one of our favorite artists we'll talk about the good the bad and even some things in between my name is dio
1: my name is crystal and we will be your resident music video aficionados we've done some research so you don't have to we're going to share little tidbits fun facts and give you our perspective on how we think these videos not only impacted the culture, but what they mean to us personally. We're sharing our love of them and hope you love them too.
0: And if you want to check out the music videos we are discussing this week, you can find them on our YouTube channel and on Facebook. And with that being said, let's get it cracking. Crystal. Hi, friend. How are you? What up, Gov? How are you?
1: What up, Brev? Govna is Isn't it? <laughs> Cheerio. Pip-pip.
0: <laughs> Stiff upper lip and all that. <laughs> How are you doing? What's going on?
1: I'm doing pretty well. I can't complain. Um Pushing through. Looking forward to this time that we get to spend together every week. Of course. Because if I didn't have this... I didn't know what I'd have.
0: I don't know where I'd be. You know, Hump Day is such a great day of the week. Um, it just gets me amped because I'm like, Yeah, I did Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and all I have is Thursday and Friday. So Okay. Yeah. What other days of the week are there? <laughs> Saturday and Sunday. <laughs> well, I guess that's the weekend.
1: Yeah. Looking forward to um covering this week's artist was very happy going down memory lane of this 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 old chap, this young chap
0: <laughs> yeah, well, who are we covering this week and what album
1: this week we're covering Craig David and his two thousand album born to do it
0: oh my god i love this album i mean this is such a great album i love it so much i went to manchester to see um to see him in concerto um yeah such a groundbreaking album for me interesting well you know i love uk garage music right and oh it yeah. was kind of a, a soft introduction to it um i remember being in the uk i uh studied abroad and i was in london and this is when the height of garage was happening and it just married my two loves, which was like, well, three loves, right? Like pop music, dance music, and R and B or modern day R and B. And yeah, UK garage. I still love UK garage. And you know that it's kind of so fun. You know, I always go back to it. I like to say it's my second love. Um, you know, I think R and B is my first love, but um, UK Garage is definitely the second. Yeah.
1: And I mean it's an I would say it's an offshoot
0: of R and B. Of course. Do you want to know a little uh, a little history on UK Garage
1: music? I think that you owe it to me and to the listener.
0: <laughs> well, a lot of this is off the wikis, so I mean it's pretty legit. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. If it's on the wiki, it must be true. <laughs> must be true. Um so UK Garage is abbreviated as UKG, it's a genre of electronic dance music which originated in England in the early mid 1990s. The genre was most clearly inspired by garage house or garage house, but also incorporates elements of dance pop, R&B, and jungle. It is defined by percussive shuffle rhythms and syncopated hi-hats, cymbals, and snares, and may include either 4x4 house kick patterns or more irregular two-step rhythms. Garage tracks also commonly featured chopped up and time-stretched or pitch-shift vocal samples, complementing the underlying rhythmic structure at a tempo usually at 130 BPM. UK Garage encompassed subgenres such as speed garage and two-step, and was then largely subsumed into other styles of music and production in the mid-2000s, including bassline, which I love, grime and dubstep the evolution of house music in the united kingdom in the early to mid 1990s led to the term as previously coined by the paradise garage djs being applied to a new form of music known as speed garage so paradise garage which was also known as the garage or the gay rage <laughs> was a new york city discotheque notable in history of dance and pop music as well as lgbt and nightclub cultures it occupied a building formerly known as 84 king street in soho Mm -hmm. nyc and it operated from 1977 to 1987 and it featured resident dj larry laban the garage is credited with influencing the development of modern nightclubs and is cited as a direct inspiration for london's ministry of sound Mm. Unlike other venues of its time, Paradise Garage promoted dancing rather than verbal interaction, and it was the first to place the DJ as the center of attention. Mm. It hosted many notable musicians, including Diana Ross, a young Madonna, and in 1979, actor Tim Curry uh, had an album that contained the single Paradise Garage, which lyrics narrated visiting the discotheque. And so in the early 90s, American DJ Todd Edwards, who was originally from New Jersey, Mm. a pioneer of Speed Garage Sound, began remixing more soulful house records and incorporating more time shifts and vocal samples than normal house records uh, while still living in the U.S. However, not until DJ Easy, the North London DJ, acquired one of Edwards' tracks and played it at a faster tempo in a nightclub in Greenwich. And that's when the music genre really took off. Mm. But what I love about it is the sub bass lines, the Raga dance hall vocals, the chopped up words and sentences. And of course, it infuses contemporary R&B vocals. And that's kind of what what I love about UK Garage. So that was a little long winded. But um, if you don't know, now you know.
1: Now you know. Thank you for taking us through that because I wasn't fully aware of the origins of garage do you say do you say garage usually or do you say garage
0: <laughs> i say garage because it's a you know it's british <laughs> it's british but no i mean i think they i think the brits realized or hated the fact that americans were calling it you know garage or they hated are um, British accents, so that's why they coined it UKG. <laughs> so, I mean, there's nothing worse than an American doing a British accent, right? I mean, as you
1: can tell by us at the top of this episode, yes.
0: <laughs> why? I do a great British accent. Um, <laughs> but uh, I've been told... Actually, it's funny, because uh, when, we, when we used to work at MTV International Plug, <laughs> um, whenever we would meet a Brit... I would tell everyone, like, oh, I have a great British accent. (laughs) I would go into my, you know, Mary Poppins' (laughs) awful accent. And of course, they loved every moment of it. (laughs) But in our defense, Brits do it to us too. I remember talking to a lot of Brits, and they'd put on their American accent and they would start talking like this. And I'm like, okay, stop it.
1: But it's not as fun. I feel like, well, it must be fun for them. But to, to for me, I'm like, oh, it's so fun to put on this this accent. Yeah.
0: I mean, there are so many UK garage artists that have paved the way. Craig David actually is really no- well known and he, you know, made it to mainstream. And um, I think gave it a lot of visibility to mm-hmm. a lot of people. And I mean, I'm not quite sure he broke the U- the U.S., Um, But I know a lot of people know if you say Craig David, they know who you're talking about.
1: Yeah. Well, listen, if, if he didn't break it, he definitely brought it to a wider audience. That's for sure. Which is so cool for him because, I mean, listen, he was born on May 5th, 1981. This album came out on August 14th of 2000. So he was 19 years old when this came out.
0: I guess he was born to do it.
1: Yeah, Craig Ashley David. I love the name Ashley. By the way, uh, I used to go to elementary school with an Ashley, and I was like, yes. "Oh, yes, love that, love that." Um, that's my my niece's name, actually. But I just I love the name, love the name in general. So anyway. Craig David was born to an Afro-Grenadian father and an Anglo-Jewish mother. Um, his parents separated when he was eight, and he was mainly brought up by his mother and his grandmother. He actually dealt with bullies when he was uh, when he was grown up in elementary school. He was a little bit larger bodied when he was when he was younger, until he kind of got to a point, and he was just kind of like. He decided to, to you know, focus on his health a little bit more. His father was very musical. His father was in a band, a reggae band. So he was exposed to music there. His mother was always listening to, you know, all kinds of things on the uh, on the on yield record player. And then later on in life, he started doing vocals for the UK garage duo Artful Dodger.
0: Oh, yeah.
1: On tracks such as something in what you're gonna do. And it really was in 1999 with the track Rewind Bo Selector that we heard of, that was kind of his breakout onto the um, scene. And that's such a, I remember singing that song. It was catchy, but I was like, what's, what, what is this? What's a Bo Selector? What is that, what does that mean? But I, I went with it and I was just kind of like, yeah. Cause I just, I love it. This is and it's such a, a groovy, a groovy tune. And just like that, that garage beat that was just kind of like, yeah, this is something new for me because I listened to house music. I liked house music, but this was was a little bit um, was a little bit different, as you as you mentioned. He was discovered later on um, because of his work with um, with the Artful Dodger.
0: I mean, I'm glad that you brought up the Artful Dodger because they were really big the uk garage scene and their album all about the stragglers that's a no skip album Mm -hmm. it's a great introduction to uk garage music if you don't if you're not familiar um Mm -hmm. definitely see if you can get your hands on it because it's Mm -hmm. really hard to come by um but yeah it's uh, the Artful dodger and the album is called all about the stragglers
1: love that album but Mark Hill, who was one half of the Artful Dodger, he stated that they wanted to create a song that contained a garage element in order to bridge the gap between what Craig David was trying to do and the previous work that they did with the Artful Dodger. So it was a really nice blend of of R&B and, um, and Garage, which is like, I think that's why this album is so special because it is kind of, Just in that sweet spot to kind of please everyone, if you will.
0: Yeah, definitely. Like I said, my two loves, R&B and UK Garage Music. Perfect marriage.
1: Yes. Born to Do It debuted on August 14th of 2000. So this album was very successful It eventually sold over 7.5 million copies worldwide Making it one of the biggest albums By a UK R&B artist He was nominated for A bunch of awards Brit awards Grammy nominations Um, Actually Fun fact Throughout his entire career He's been nominated for 14 Brit awards Do you know how many he has won?
0: No 0.0? 0.0. And that's using the metric system. (laughs) Yes.
1: (laughs) So they're not showing him love there. However, in 2021, he did get a huge honor with the Queen's New Year's honors list, where he was appointed as MBE, which is the most excellent order of the British Empire. Um, it's a British order of chivalry that rewards folks who make contributions to the arts, sciences, charities, public service, etc. Um, so he may not have a Brit Award, but the Queen liked him.
0: And I'm sure tons of queens love him. Yeah,
1: well. <laughs> Yes. Why don't you um, uh, fill me in on that?
0: <laughs> no. And why would I do that?
1: (laughs) Because that is the first single from Craig David's Born to Do It album. And it is titled Fill Me In. So the song debuted at number one on the UK singles chart on April 9th of 2000, but it wasn't released in the US until over a year later on May 22nd in 2001. Not sure why the year difference, maybe they kind of wanted to see how it would do in the UK and then decided that, oh, this is great. Let's kind of release it in the US. I feel like a lot of times it's not usually that long of a, of a time between releases, but listen, it worked out. It peaked at number 15 on the Billboard Hot 100, which is pretty darn good for um, somebody who is not uh, U.S.-based. The track contains a sample from an Artful Dodger bootleg remix of B.B. Max. Still on Your Side.
0: No way. I did not know that.
1: That's what the wikis told me.
0: Remember BB Mac?
1: <laughs> I, I don't.
0: It was like a boy band. Um, there was three guys and I think they played instruments, uh, very handsome chaps, not,
1: not familiar, but okay. Oh, as I mentioned before, Craig, David partnered with Mark Hill, who was one half of the, uh, the Arthur lodger to, uh, write and produce this this track um so many remixes (laughs) there's so many remixes to fill me in
0: so many good remixes so
1: many good remixes and uh in terms of the video there were actually um two videos there was the uk version which was directed by max and dania and they actually directed most of his video releases from this album. And then there was a US version, which was um, directed by Darren Grant, who has appeared on our podcast before because he directed Aaliyah's The One I Gave My Heart To.
0: And so we'll start out with the UK music video. The UK music video starts with a DJ who has an amazing Jamaican accent on the mic, which looks like they're broadcasting live from a house party. He is announcing that Craig David is going to perform Fill Me In and represent R&B. Craig says, Wicked, that's how we do, and starts singing live while the DJ scratches. People across the city are tuning in in their cars, boomboxes outside, and they start dancing and jamming onto the song. Craig is wearing his scully, or some might call beanie, Canadians call toques, and a jean jacket. Then the story starts when Craig's love interest says goodbye to her parents as they head out, she calls Craig and Craig shows up to her room. She straddles him and lifts up her shirt and she has, get this, a tattoo. <gasps> Ooh, she's a bad girl. <laughs> Before they know it, dad comes back cause he forgot his wallet and knocks on her bedroom door. She and Craig start scrambling. Craig jumps out the window and is standing on a narrow ledge of the building, back against the wall, trying to get to another window. Next, Craig gets a call from the lady, and he says, Hey, girl, come on right around. They jump in his ride, checking that nobody saw. The club they went in, they got down, bound, bounced to the rhythm. Uh, they walked out to the club, and Craig gives respect to the doorman by shaking his hand. He later gave his lady friend his jacket because she felt cold. He drives her home and walks her to her apartment door. Um, She walks in and dad is at the table tapping a cork on the table because he is pissed. (laughs) He gives her a strict talking to. Craig puts his ear to the door, but then proceeds to sing to the camera as he walks down the hall. It feels very sucks for her. (laughs) And he jumps into the elevator. Or... The lift. The video is uh, like a movie because we go back to the first night. When dad comes back to the apartment and sees the cork and bottle opener, dad walks into his daughter's room and she's there by herself drinking some wine. None the wiser he leaves. And Craig jumps back in from the window. Crisis averted for now. Phew! (laughs) The U.S. video starts with a group of guys playing a wholesome game of cards in front of a record store named Fat Beats, but it's Fat Beats, not P-H-A-T Beats. So Craig pulls up in a Jeep with a red Scully beanie or toque (laughs) with a record in hand. He's wearing a jacket with a Japanese art on the back. Craig says hi to the fellas, of course for street cred, and walks in. He says hi to the resident DJ who's playing jams Uh, Craig hands the record called fill me in and said to spin it down and play it low strictly for the ladies. No boys allowed. (laughs) He proceeds to sing along to the track and the story begins. This woman with an amazing fro is on the phone. She calls Craig and says, Hey boy, come on right around. Um, (laughs) Craig shows up. Craig shows up, raises the freight elevator door or lift, and shows up to her apartment. She's excited to see him, because he's British. (laughs) So she drags him in, because he's irresistible. She sits him on a couch, surrounded by candles, and straddles him. And I thought, all these candles are a safety hazard. (laughs) They're all over each other. Next, we see Craig and the lady chatting on the staircase, and we see Dad open the apartment door has to say, what the hell's going on over here? Dad kills a vibe, and Craig heads down the stairs as he sings this song. Meanwhile, Dad is giving his daughter a talking to, but not as stern as the UK dad, but she's not buying what he's saying and walks away. When the song picks up, we see break dancers in front of the record shop dancing to the track, for again, street cred. Craig picks up the love interest in his Jeep and takes her to the club. <laughs> She walked up some spiral stairs to the dance floor, where they dance in a slow-mo amongst the people. They find a couch and start touching on each other, but no kiss. Okay. In several points, we see shots of Craig with headphones on, uh, with the sky and buildings as a backdrop, which makes me think of the album cover. Mm-hmm. I thought, great marketing tactic. <laughs> also, do you think he was on top of a double-deckered bus because these shots seemed like he was, and you know, he's British. Um, So another vignette, we have Craig performing in front of a backdrop of vinyl records. Mm -hmm. We get a great graphic transition where we see the vinyls being spun and it transitions to the rims of Craig's Jeep that's taking them home after a night of (laughs) clurbing. A night of clurbing, okay. (laughs) Clurbing, right? Because when you go to the club. You have to go clubbing. Okay. Anywho's got it. <laughs> Come on, <laughs> get get with it. <laughs> anyways so so they get home and Craig walks, walks her up her fire escape and kisses her on the neck. Dad walks into her bedroom and she's in bed with full makeup on. <laughs> and I'm assuming smelling of the club, and he's none the wiser. <laughs> Meanwhile, Craig is right outside her window. Dad tucks her in and closes the window and exits. The love interest gets up, opens the window, and joins Craig on the couch that's on the rooftop to do who knows what. Um, And that's the music video. What are your thoughts? Uh,
1: I mean, you, you gotta love that they were two different videos that were, you know, obviously similarly themed, but with, you know, different players. And you know, the powers that be decided, felt inside that they had to make separate ones because I, 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 who who knows? I think, I don't think.
0: I I have a feeling because I feel like the love interests felt a little, you know, more light-skinned and more European. And the love interest in the US felt like more, you know, African-American, like it felt like there was more street cred you know, a nod to the record store, um, break dancing. And so I think that's the UK's vision of the US, you know?
1: <laughs> yeah, no, totally. And I think I'm probably looking at it from an older lens. But yes, that is exactly why they did. They did that. <laughs> um, just, it's, it's very, very interesting, because I think that um, just one would have been fine. But I get that you wanna you wanna gear it towards your territory, like totally totally get that. But better for us because we get two different videos that we can kind of you know eat up, and it's kind of like oh, are you are you watching the US one or the European one? Yeah, which is the one you which is the one you want. So you know when I'm watching the first one, when you're in a relationship, when you're young, you're just jonesing to be with your person by any means necessary so i i never did i could never have somebody at my house growing up like that would ever fly i couldn't even imagine sneaking somebody up no first of all my mother heard everything so there was no there was no sneaking there that that just wasn't that wasn't realistic yeah yeah and even uh craig david mentioned how this was more aspirational, as you know, as something that that he would want to aspire to, but knows full well that this would not have um, been acceptable in his household. And I will say, truth speak: when I was in high school, I did have a boyfriend.
0: A boyfriend?
1: Oh, don't. <laughs> that was a, it. Was a different time. It was a different time. Um, shout out to him. Shout out to him. I had a boyfriend when I was in high school, and I would sneak over to see him. and you know, he, I think his parents weren't home during the day. So I went over one time. and um I remember I was really nervous about it. I was just kind of like, who's here? Where are they are they coming? Like whatever. So cut to us being being teenagers, to, you know, us hearing somebody at the door to his mother coming in to me hiding under the bed, but like leaving my clothes outside. So I was like terrified, terrified under the bed.
0: No. And he was
1: Dominican. So his mother was speaking Spanish. I'm not sure what she was saying, but I'm pretty sure she was saying, I know you got a bitch under your bed. What the F?
0: ay, <laughs> ay. <aye, aye. laughs>
1: um. So then of course, you know, she wound up leaving. And then he's kind of all like, okay, we can, you know, get back to it. And I'm like, no, 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 no. The mood <laughs> is done. It's over. I'm leaving because, you know. So it reminded me of that. But it also, you know, this this album is about young love and you know, just just all the different scenarios and all the all the different um chapters that there there might be with uh with young love and also. Just trying to do stuff, you know. When you're young, you also think you know it all, so you're just kind of like, "Yeah, I'm gonna sneak out," even if your parents are like, "Don't have any company now." You're like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah, whatever." Right. <laughs> of course, you're just waiting for for the for the for the elevator to go ding to hear it. But see, what I would do differently is you have to give it a beat because I think they came back. Did he forget his key or something like that? They came back, wow. back fairly quickly. You got to give it at least fifteen. gotta give it at least 15 minutes
0: totally yeah so kids if you're listening
1: (laughs) (laughs) oh my god kids these days they don't need to sneak they're just like i'm in the the room like whatever they're you know
0: and we're gonna have sex
1: (laughs) don't please don't disturb us we're gonna be busy
0: or can you can you get us condoms please
1: yeah oh yeah exactly again a different time (laughs) a different time (laughs) Can you imagine 7 days of that?
0: <laughs> <laughs> wow, that's a great transition.
1: <laughs> um and, and and just like that, Craig David's second single, 7 Days. <laughs> That debuted at number one on the UK singles chart, and this was the second number one for him. And it was number 10 on the Billboard Top 100. And it peaked within the top 10 in several countries, including Australia, Canada, Denmark, Ireland, the Netherlands, and New Zealand. Um, So this was a big hit for him. It was even nominated for the Grammy Award for Best Male Pop Vocal Performance. But guess how many Grammys he's won?
0: Um, 0.0? Crazy. Ridiculous. Um, So the music video, basically, the wiki has a very accurate uh, run through. So I'm going to read that for you. Run it. <laughs> run it back. Um, So it <laughs> yeah. starts in a barbershop where two guys are on duty. One is giving another a haircut and the other is sweeping up hair clippings. David, wearing his trademark beanie hat, walks up to the window and knocks on it. He and the barber appeared to know each other well, and after greeting him with a handshake and a hug, David asks the guy if he's busy. The guy says, no, no, it's cool. And David sits down to get his hair done, asking for the usual. The guy then asks David what happened to him last week, and he says, I've had the strangest week ever. Taking David's hat off and looking at his hair, the guy goes, I can see... And David recounts the week that has just gone past. The week begins with David waking up on Monday morning at 11 a.m. to the sound of a fast-talking DJ who's playing seven days on the radio. Having left the TV on the previous night, David sees a story on the news about a firefighter who rescued a baby from a burning building. He turns the TV off and stands up. As he does, the DJ says, just rewind and come again. A rewinding noise is heard and the song starts again. A few hours later, David is walking around Southampton and is on the way to see his friends. He sees a busker with a guitar and an open case for donation, but walks past him. He also sees a newsstand where the main headline is the story about the firefighter, which he saw on the TV earlier. A girl walking by David breaks her high heel and he grabs her to stop her from falling to the ground. An old lady sits on the bench with a balloon, but lets go of it, and it floats away. As he walks through the subway, three boys run past, and one of them steps on David's shoe, leaving a speck of mud on it. David walks to the exit of the subway, and he sees a beautiful woman wearing sunglasses walking towards him. She asks him what time it is, and he pulls back his left sleeve to check his watch, but suddenly realizes that he isn't wearing it, and the woman walks away. The scenes... Are intercut with scenes at the hairdresser in present day where david's singing the song to the guy who's cutting his hair the parts of the lyrics which are questions such as didn't she mind what was the deal and yes. so was she keen are asked by the hairdresser <laughs> <laughs> i'm ridiculous after going <laughs> to bed that night david wakes up and is surprised to find the day beginning in an identical fashion to the previous day he goes to the newsstand and asks the man what day it is and the man says it's monday david realizes that everyone except him is oblivious to what's going on the same events occur again the busker is out girl breaks her high heel Mm -hmm. the old lady loses her balloon the kid steps on david's shoe and the woman in the subway entrance asks him for the time but he has again forgotten his watch The next morning, it's Monday again, and everything happens for a third time. But this time, David remembers to put on his watch before leaving. He gives the busker some money, Mm -hmm. is prepared for the girl falling, rescues the balloon, dodges the kid in the subway, and is able to give the woman the time before asking her out for a drink. She accepts his offer, and they exchange numbers. The next night, Tuesday finally comes. But after getting into his car to go and pick his date up, David is shocked when he realizes that the fuel gauge is empty. Panicking, he phones his date, but she's already at the restaurant. He arrives, runs inside, and the scene skips to the next morning. It's Monday again. But this time, David smiles. After getting up and going out, he tells the girl to watch out before she falls. He catches the old lady's balloon before it flies away and gives it back to her he makes it to his day on time but mid conversation he knocks over a glass of red wine and spills it all over her however he then reaches up behind him and presses a pause button which appears out of nowhere stopping time and the song playing in the background before standing up and stepping out into the outline of the screen and skipping to a point where both glasses are empty After getting to the right moment, he steps back into the picture, sits back down, and presses play. David and his woman leave the restaurant and go back to his house, where they make love for four days straight. (laughs) Back at the barbers, David sings like a pal of the lyric, We were making love by Wednesday, and on Thursday and Friday and Saturday, we chilled on Sunday. But the barber shakes his head and refuses to believe the story and that's the music video.
1: When I'm watching this video, I couldn't help. I have a smile on my face. It just made me it just made me happy. <laughs> we're getting narrative. We're getting we're getting groundhog day.
0: We're getting acting.
1: We're, we're we're getting acting. Yeah, totally. First of all, he sits down at the barber and the hat comes off and his hair looks great. It's perfect. So why are you trying to act? like? So that was a little bit like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Like, your hair is snatched.
0: Oh, my God.
1: Yeah. And the barber's like, oh, it does look like you had a rough time. It's like, what are you talking about? You're just trying to take this man's money.
0: His pences.
1: <laughs> Not his pences.
0: His pounds.
1: <laughs> um, his quid.
0: His quid.
1: More, more, more. That might be it. Um, I love that Craig David's lyrics, he's such a storyteller and the way his lyrics kind of dance over, over the melodies and the, and the beats like that is, I love that. That's like him. That's a Craig David song. And, you know, so far all these videos, um, he, he's giving us some sort of, um, narrative and, how awesome would it be if we could kind of turn back the hands of time and be better equipped to deal with the stuff that happens if we knew mm-hmm. that it was gonna happen? So it just was kind of like, oh man, if only. You know, there's that aspect of it. And there's the aspect of, you know, you, you, you know, you have this wild story to share with somebody or at the barbershop. And listen, barbershops are all about stories. All about wild, fanciful tales. So, you you know, you go in there, you're sharing your experience, and they're like, "Oh man, you're talking smack." But <laughs> I just, I really, I really liked this this video. And um, he was giving us acting, like you said, and um, I believed it. It was it was very believable. And um, he just, there's something about him. He just seems so humble. He just seems like such a nice guy
0: yeah charismatic very charismatic yeah
1: and then so talented and again like this the the these songs that he's able to write and he has like his unique way of of telling these these stories just you know amazing
0: i do love that you mentioned his singing right it's very rhythmic you know mm-hmm. the way he tackles the lyrics it it sounds like a someone playing like guitar strings and um yeah yeah it's part of the melody and it's yeah it's a great addition to the song yeah totally but definitely groundhog's day like you said this is definitely groundhog's day and um, a little surreal when there's a pause button like if we could only pause and rewind both selecta uh in real life oh man can you imagine the things that we do? And you know what? I And there's a
1: reason why we can't do that because we would never progress and move forward because we mm. would constantly be going back just to make sure everything was just so. But it'd be nice to experience that for a day just to see how it was.
0: I mean, I feel like we've, we've uh, seen this in all these multiverse <laughs> movies where it's like it'll break the fabric of time if you just change something yeah
1: and then <laughs> if everybody is doing that then there's really no progression then what are you doing we're just aimless out here doing all kinds of what, what are we even doing
0: yeah i mean i think you just leave the past in the past and just walk away
1: and that's what craig david did on his next single walking away
0: oh walking away from
1: Walking Away came out in November of 2000. That was the third single. And this third single reached number three in the UK and number one in New Zealand. Um, He even got a Best Male Video VMA nomination for for this track. This was the track that the owner of Wildstar Records heard before signing Craig David and just felt like it was was really mature and wanted to basically sign whoever was the 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 um the artist behind this track. So this was a um this was a pretty big uh track for him.
0: Yeah uh, definitely a slow jam right
1: mm-hmm this is definitely one of my favorites from this from this album. I feel his heart and soul in his lyrics and in his uh in his performance.
0: Wow, get a room. (laughs) (laughs) So um, I took a lot of this from the wikis, um, but there are two versions of the video uh, that we see. Mm -hmm. European music video begins with David with his girlfriend in a car where she's yelling at him. He turns on the radio and the song starts. He then gets out of the car and the landscape continually changes, showing different places. So my take on this is this is, Video is basically REM's Everybody Hurts, right? (laughs) So um, Craig's in a traffic jam, and his girl's yelling at him, and he's like, "Uh, let me get out of here, and he walks. Um, The traffic jam turns into empty streets, and the empty streets turn into a forest road. Um, Then they go into a bodega in the UK, and his girlfriend is nagging on him. Then the corner store becomes a lake with a dock. Then he comes back to reality and he's walking into uncoming traffic, uh, but he has to finish his song. <laughs> so that's kind of um, pretty much it. That's the UK version, the European version. Um, he looks really young in this version as well. The U S version starts with an acapella sample of the ignorance remix leading to, into the actual song. The video shows him walking away from the troubles of his life, uh, a flooded apartment, a fire in his 67 Camaro convertible, uh, electrical problems at a train station, and a tornado at the end of the video. So I say this video is ridiculous (laughs) because he he finds out uh, that his apartment's getting flooded when he pulls up to a hot dog stand that has a TV on and it's being reported on the news. Like, could you imagine? Like, it must be a slow day in news if they're reporting that, you know, someone's apartment got flooded. Yeah. on top of that his convertible is on fire and people like walk by the car and they don't mention anything he doesn't smell anything burning oblivious <laughs> he doesn't really seem shocked when all this chaos is happening during the train station with all like, the electrical problems that are happening yeah everyone else is reacting and he's like that's the that Uh, And then the train at the end of the music video is running straight into a tornado. I mean, like the conductor, is he like thinking this is fine? (laughs) Like, let me just ram the train into a tornado. Um, Ridiculous. (laughs) Um, Yeah, the UK version or the European version was uh, much better. But there are also other versions that um, happen after with the greatest hits. Mm-hmm. Um, so they re-recorded the song um, with different international artists. Oh, the French version. There's an Italian version. Um, I know of the Alex Ubago version, and that he was a Spanish singer from España. And I, I had a big crush on Alex Ubago. Um, oh, yeah. Tell me more. No, just you know, early aughts, like think low-waisted jeans, like <laughs> like just I don't know, ridiculous. <laughs> Twink vibes. <laughs> but uh, Yeah. <laughs> so that was the music video. Any thoughts?
1: I think it's an interesting message. It's like, you know, because he's doing a lot of a lot of walking away. Like he's not he's not dealing with some some matters at hand that that maybe he should be dealing with.
0: Listen, it's R&B love. It's R&B love.
1: (laughs) But it's kind of like, you know, and listen, sometimes you just got to walk away. I don't know that these particular situations you just walk away from, but as you said, it's the way of the (laughs) R&B. It's
0: the way of the R&B. Yeah, I mean... Of course, yeah, this is a, a bad message, right? Like you have sometimes you have to like uh, deal with things. This avoidance thing is not the move all
1: the time. Doesn't, you know, in some scenarios, yes, you need to do that. And totally. in these scenarios that were chosen, I'm not sure that that's the right thing to
0: do. But, um. Well, I mean, I mean, like if someone's nagging on you, what do you say? Like, shut up. <laughs> Stop yelling at me. <laughs>
1: Yes. Yes. I mean, listen, we could we could of all the scenarios we could maybe we could assume that he did at some point say, I don't want to deal with this right now. Can you please stop talking? But hopefully in a better way. He said it in in a better way. (laughs) But all the the other ones. Come on. Come on. bro.
0: Come on, bro. (laughs) I mean, yeah, like sometimes you have to like walk away, take some time.
1: And also, you know, in the US version, to your point earlier, it's kind of like he looks a little bit more um you know, the fashion is is different. He's got the the scully hats on. He's giving very much like, you know, this this extra swag.
0: Mm.
1: He he definitely looks like he has street cred or wants street cred. Um
0: he wants.
1: Street red is the worst. It's, it's, it is interesting that um the europeans felt like this would be more um relatable would be would be marketed better for um for us audience yeah and one thing that i didn't note that i meant to note earlier is such a doppelganger for lloyd banks
0: oh yes that's right <laughs>
1: such a doppelganger used to get them like i for a while i was like wait a second Is Craig David rapping with G Unit now? Like, and is Lloyd Banks singing now? Like, I would, there was definitely some confusion because they definitely looked like they could have been um, separated at birth. And I think in this particular video, I think he was definitely giving more um, Lloyd Banks for sure.
0: Yeah, someone needs to call a casting agent.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yes. And then they need to meet at the rendezvous spot.
0: Oh. Qua? Well,
1: that, was, that was pretty bad, but that's how we do.
0: <laughs> Sacre bleu. Zutalors. <laughs> <laughs> We're hitting all the uh, European countries today. <laughs> Yes. Listen, if you're European, I'm a PN. <laughs>
1: hey. Rendezvous was the fourth and final single. say to you we
0: can do anything
1: out in March of two thousand one it reached number eight on the UK singles chart and again Craig David's giving us his um giving us that that great face that great hair
0: showing off those acting skills <laughs> yes you're right <laughs> oh the acting this is my take on it the video starts with a group of guys telling bad boy Craig David to listen to this great track by Craig David. Bad boy Craig David doesn't think it's special. We know he's a bad boy because he has short bobble twists, um, some type of grills in his mouth, and gold chains. He's drinking alcohol with his boys and hits on all the girls, and the girls love it. (laughs) Good boy Craig David is wearing a black leather jacket and a black scully beanie toque and having tea with his parents And only has one girl. When bad boy Craig David is talking to good Craig David's lady, good Craig David whispers something into bad boy Craig David's ear. And bad boy Craig David leaves. In my mind, he whispered, your makeup looks terrible. (laughs) Or something to that effect. The video ends with bad boy Craig David walking out of the film reel that is playing. Um, But my thing is this. Don't hate on bad boy Craig David. We should be talking to the lady here who is entertaining that conversation. Um, It takes two to (laughs) tango. Am I right? I didn't know you hated women. I said none of those words.
1: Maybe she didn't feel safe refuting his advances.
0: Hmm, She seemed pretty interested. (laughs)
1: It's rough out here in these streets. I'll have you now.
0: Oh, please. I can't be that rough if you have Craig David on your arm. Thoughts?
1: I love that Craig is giving us not just I'm singing different climates or or on different stages with just different outfits on. He's given us he's given us extras. He's given us some story. Totally. He's given us a touch of showmanship, if you will. I also like that you know the bad boy Craig David has a tan suit on and a uh, a lavender shirt right but the good guy Craig David you know has on has on black and he has a skull cap on i feel like you know in a chain i feel like some people might think that he sh- should have been the bad Craig David um just giving the the wardrobe choices. So, but I like that he wasn't, and in my spirit, I feel I want to feel like that was that was done on uh, on purpose. And I like that he um, at the end he gets a girl, and and the bad boy Craig David is just you know, pissed and just walks away
0: from the troubles of his life.
1: From the troubles of his life, <laughs> exactly. <laughs>
0: So I think we should give an honorable mention to Rewind, which is the Artful Dodger song that features Craig David, but it's also included in this album. Okay. So the video is the Rful Dodgers. They're DJing, which seems like a fun party at the club. <laughs> um, it's odd because, you know, the Artful, Artful Dodger DJs, they're white and everybody else, they're, you know, they're black <laughs> and yeah but it's a like it seems like a great party i want to go there and i want to hang out mm-hmm. there so the video has a lot of shots where things are being played backwards so so these vinyl records are flying uh into their hands rather than them tossing um we have vinyl records that are burning but then they stop mm-hmm. And so everything's kind of being rewound, if you will. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, it just seems like a party um, of people just dancing, having a good time. And yeah, I want to hang out there. Uh, but I couldn't find this music video. All I could find is um, the video in actual rewind. It's actually backwards yeah. uh, due to copyright issues. <laughs> so everything's kind of moving forward Um uh, so. Yeah, but again, rewind Bo Selecta, like it, uh, it puts you in a good mood.
1: Yes, re when the crowd says Bo Selecta, and yes, yes, all of that, re-rewind Bo Selecta, yes, all of that, I'm here for all of that, whatever it is, whatever it is, yeah. I'm here for. It. It's, uh,
0: <laughs> you know, a lot of things that like Craig David says, like, in like, interviews or like in the music videos it's kind of ridiculous the things that that he's that's are coming out of his mouth but um (laughs) i think it was cool at the time it totally works uh but yeah no this album again no skips for me i if you haven't listened to born to do it you have to it's a must have um it's one of my favorites
1: yeah a, a a really a really solid uh showing from from craig david and um He would go on and do some other albums um, with some other hits as well. And um, let's say, definitely made a name for himself in the UK, but definitely is well-regarded here. Maybe a touch underrated here, but definitely worthy of all the praise. Um, Definitely a unique artist and here to give us tunes.
0: Yeah. I mean, if you know, you know.
1: Yes. So yeah, listeners, tell us, do you have a favorite Craig David song? Do you have a favorite song where Craig David was featured? Let us know. Let us know. We look forward to hearing from you. We all
0: want to
1: know. We all want to know.
0: (laughs) Yeah, fill us in.
1: (laughs) So uh, we've come to the part of the show that we call. So what are you listening to? We each have 30 seconds to seven days uh-huh. to go over a song that we are listening to this week. It doesn't have to do with this week's album or artist, although let's be honest, they usually are, but they don't have to be. No, yeah. um, It doesn't have to be a good song. It can be a guilty pleasure or a track you've heard about and want to see what all the fuss is about. Um, it doesn't even have to have a music video, but it can. Um, So kind sir, what are you listening
0: to? Oh, funny you should ask. So um, I mentioned Alex Ubago, Mm -hmm. the Spanish singer. Um, So while doing the research, I'm like, oh, my God, I completely forgot about Alex Ubago. So I am listening to his single called Dame Tu Aire, which is Give Me Your Air. Um, Dame Tu Aire. Yeah. That's what you said? Dame Tu Aire. (laughs) Oh.
1: Ooh, I didn't say it with my normal gringo accent.
0: Oh. <laughs> <laughs> what did you say? Remember what you called movie phone, and what was the movie? That... Oh, El Cremendo Padre Amaro. <laughs> that lives in my head rent free. Um, I think about that way too much. Oh, and when I when anyone orders like an Amaro, <laughs> I, I think, I think of you, you think of that. I think of you
1: you think of the crime of father amaro
0: yes <laughs> <laughs> anywho so alex ubago um, <laughs> um so he released his debut album when he was 20 years old um was really successful in spain and was certified double platinum in mexico oh. he received the latin grammy award nomination for best new artist in 2003 but he lost to another spaniard Funnily enough Oh. David Bisbal um, so yeah, the music video is him shooting a music video and like I said he's wearing low rise boot cut jeans and mm. I think I, what I found sexy about him was his eyebrows uh, I love a, like bushy eyebrows mm. and so yeah uh, check it out it's a really romantic song mm. and if you know Spanish the lyrics are kind of like R&B love where you know the lyric is like uh, give me your air one more day so I can breathe Yeah, really unhealthy.
1: Oh, yeah, I was going to say toxic.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Totally. (laughs) Okay.
1: Spanish love.
0: Spanish love, yes. And I'm listening to two other uh, songs. Mm. I'm listening to Shola Ama Imagine, the Asylum Remix. So this was written um, by Fred Jerkins III, also known as Uncle Freddy. Uh, He's an American songwriter, but best known for working with his brother, Rodney, dark child jerkins um so they wrote songs together mm-hmm. like uh the boy is mine say my name lose my breath it's not right but it's okay mm-hmm. he wasn't man enough for me but anyways so they wrote this r b song but i'm listening to the remix with this british artist called charla ama she's mm-hmm. uh, well known in the uk garage scene and the Imagine Asylum remix is a bop. There is a music video for it, but it features a UK rapper called Onyx Stone, mm. which kind of ruins the flow of the song. So in the playlist, I'll include the audio, um, and I'll I'll add the music video for it. Uh, but yeah, it's a great bop. If you're in a bad mood, they'll get you amp, you wanna dance, if you don't wanna dance, uh, you don't have a pulse. <laughs> You're dead. (laughs) You're dead to me. And lastly, I'm listening to Sweet Female Attitude, um, the song called Flowers. And it's the Sunshit remix. Mm. And so Sweet Female Attitude, um, I think it was these two girls, uh, their take on SWV, (laughs) Sisters with Voices. Okay. But they were a electronic music act from Manchester. They're known for the UK Garage remix by Sunship I remember listening to this in a club and I thought it was so edgy and cool and I'm like like who are these ladies they're amazing and then I remember later watching the music video and the music video is so wholesome you know like they're performing at a club and there's like wholesome like petals falling hey. and it's just it's just really nice so I was introduced to it in a, like a grimy like hey. club. <laughs> <laughs> and it's totally not the vibe, and uh, just really like mainstream pop in the UK. Uh, but check it out; it's a, it's a, it's a pop fun. Yeah. So, Crystal, that leads me to ask you, what what you're listening to?
1: Um. Well, I'm listening to two songs this week, and the first one is "I See your Fred Jerkins, and I raise you a Rodney Jerkins because I'm oh. listening to the brandy all in me from the full moon album because rodney jerkins mentioned that he had been to the uk and he had heard craig david songs but they haven't he wasn't quite here yet but he loved the vibe so that was kind of an inspiration and if you listen to that song the break in that song that is very Garage. I love that song. I love the full moon brandy album anyway. So it just it just made sense for me to be listening to that. Yeah. And the second thing I'm listening to is the fill me in DJ Premiere remix featuring most deaf.
0: Oh yeah.
1: That is a bop. Totally. And there's so many remixes. I'd forgotten about this one in particular, but this one is definitely a bop. Definitely going to add it to my um, my playlist. So yeah, that's what I'm listening to.
0: Great choices. Um, yeah, I re- I remember listening to an interview with uh, Rodney Jerkins, and he mentioned that a lot of his music was inspired by UK garage music. So yeah, that makes sense. Good call, and good call on the remix. Yeah. Um, I'm thinking on the so what are you listening to playlist of adding a lot of the remixes so that if people aren't familiar, they could listen to a couple of these remixes, because they are bops. It's a, bops. Bops. <laughs> oh, my God. This was so much fun. I really love this album. I love talking about this album. Uh, I love talking about UK Garage music. I love talking to you, and I love Yay! talking to our listeners, too. Um, such good vibes. Fun episode.
1: Yeah. Craig David... Made me so happy. I'm so glad that uh, he's still around making music. I'm glad that we got the opportunity to chit-chat about it.
0: (laughs) All right, well, I think I'm gonna have a spot of tea. How about you?
1: I'm gonna have a crisp.
0: Oh. (laughs) Um, We love our British (laughs) listeners. (laughs) Our listeners in the UK and all of Europa. We mean no disrespect, and we love you all.
1: (laughs) We love your culture. We love your artists. We love your remixes. We love your music.
0: (laughs) Yes, we do. We love your music. All right. So I think that does it for this edition of Remember Music Videos. We want to thank everyone who gave us a listen. A huge thank you to Craig David for giving us something to talk about. Our theme music is by Audrey Harris Culver of Lady Socket. If you'd like to see the music videos we discussed today, you can find them on our YouTube channel and on Facebook. And give us a listen on Instagram and TikTok at RMV Podcast.
1: Just a reminder that all videos might not be available online or in your territory, but that could change. So keep checking. If you have any thoughts, if you have a favorite video you'd like us to discuss, send us an email at remembermusicvideos@gmail.com. at gmail.com. If you like what you heard, go ahead and click that like button, follow, subscribe, and feel free to give us a rating. Five stars only, please. But most importantly, remember music videos. And if you don't know, you better ask somebody, baby. Until next time,
0: No animals were harmed during the recording of this podcast.